0: Everyone, this is Jeff Desiato, and you're listening to The Real Person, Real Needs Podcast. Today is episode 14, and I'm happy to report that we are chugging along, getting more downloads, more subscribers to the podcast, and I just want to thank any of you who have shared, spread the word about it. Last episode was, it was a great time, and I feel like it was um, something very close to my heart. And uh, if you didn't get to listen to it, I encourage anybody to do that. It was the, about the importance of having a reading regimen and how that can in often times jumpstart your career or jumpstart your life even because it gives you a new perspective, a newfound vision, what have you. Um, over the last two episodes, I've been pumping up this idea of us having our first guest. Unfortunately, due to scheduling conflicts and restraints, we're going to have to postpone that Um until a better time. So hopefully in the future, we will be having um, one of our first guests on the podcast. So I apologize, any of you who downloaded, who are listening in anticipation of that, that will come, I promise. Uh, and I'm also in the process of, of reaching out to additional people to hopefully have on people that really fit the, the mission and vision of real person, real needs, someone who is living out a an open life, a transparent life, and is dedicating themselves to meeting the needs of others. That's what we're really looking at. For me, it's in the real estate industry and and it's my job and I am I'm I task myself with finding ways to meet the needs of others through the the real estate platform that I have. Now for me uh it's going to what is it going to look like? It's going to look like with each transaction contributing a dollar amount to one of those three organizations that I've been very um very outspoken about and supportive of Together We Rise, Shores of Grace, and Habitat for Humanity. So um that's what I'm excited about. So, you know, with every person that works for me that, that is buying a home for themselves, um a part of my commission dollars is going to go towards one of those companies that's looking to find a forever home for another person. And I can Invite my clients and, and the people that I work with to also contribute if they're willing to do that. Because I think it would be really special, really exciting to be able to contribute as a team. You know, Whether it be the real person, real needs team, helping build a home, raising money, doing a fundraiser, whatever it may be. I think it would be really exciting to be a part of that. So on today's episode, what I wanted to talk about is something just personally that I've been dealing with in my own life. I find that I'm never content to just have things be status quo. I I hope that I'm not, I don't invent discontent in my life, but it seems like once one area of my life is solidified or crystallized, and I know and I feel comfortable with the direction, something else crops up that seems to require my attention. Uh, And this is something like my wife and I are, are both deciding on, and it's, is it time to move on from something? You know, like how do we know when it's time to move on? And I'm not talking about my wife and I's relationship, so don't panic. But uh, when, when things seem, when there seems to be a, a clear cut um, idea that you don't want to put down roots or you don't want, you know, for me, it was my job. I knew, I knew that I was not going to be there forever and I knew that I needed to get out, but I also had no idea what I was going to do. So, how do you uh, go about preparing for the next step without taking it prematurely? And for me, I, I, I don't know if I took it prematurely. Some people might say that I did because I didn't have a, a, as large a safety net as many most people uh, expect you to have when you take a leap and becoming self-employed. But there are a lot of things to consider, and and while I think it is our our job, our number one job in life is to find out why we've been put on this earth and to to get to do that uh not just from a selfish thing but to fulfill our purpose and and the unique uh the unique calling that God has placed on each of our lives we don't want to get ahead and, and jump and just try a bunch of things and and have it never really work out so for me you know even with um it, with with switching real estate brokerages, I used to be with Keller Williams. Now I'm with Entourage Elite Real Estate in Conshohocken, Pennsylvania. You heard that right, Conshohocken—that's what it's called. Uh, but uh, in making that decision, that was a, a decision that was a long time in the process. It was two more than two months of of thinking and planning. And that might not seem like a lot, but in the real estate industry, what people don't realize is that you don't—you're not employed; you're self-employed. So you could. One morning work for one brokerage, and then by the afternoon you could switch you could sign a contract and and release yourself from your old contract so to to have an, a plan in place for two months about switching you know it's it's a little bit uh more that a little bit more time and thought given to it than a lot of other decisions job switch decisions and that kind of thing um so what I had done was I started to pull up roots slowly I did not just tear them all out. But I started to prepare for the move ahead of time. And I feel like that is something that when we're faced with something that we hate and we're working at a job that we can't stand, it's really hard for us to see the next step. And then we just get completely overwhelmed and we feel like we're trapped and we're in prison. And as much as that may be the case, We need to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. We need to understand that maybe the next step is not the final step, but it's still a necessary one. Uh, I feel like that's that's something that I often struggle with and also I try to encourage other people to do is don't try to make the next thing be the only thing or the best thing or the end-all be-all. Because if you're unhappy and you're miserable with what you're doing, the more you focus on the next thing being the thing that thing's not going to l- live up to your expectations either so it's important that we you know we plant seed that we we water soil that we we prepare ourselves and find out how we can prepare ourselves even in our own job for the next step and this is something that i i failed to do and i'm i'm very honest on this show you know there are a lot of things in my life that i am really not proud of that have happened, that continue to happen, you know, whatever it may be. And I never want to give the impression on this show that I have the answers and and that you should take my advice unquestioningly. I'm just a voice sharing my story about how I came to certain life decisions and things like that and hoping that if somebody feels the same way, they can take solace and comfort in knowing that there's somebody else out there that feels the same way and that has moved on and and is – you know beginning to to claim and tackle different goals and things like that. So what I did was I as I said on the previous uh podcast I started to make a list of the things that I wanted for my next job. I didn't you know I think we we often make a mistake like I want to be this so that's the next step I'm going to do. Well that doesn't you might not be ready for that that huge step. I'm going to just become a full-time actor. Or something like that. I'm just going to quit my job and start acting. Or something. And there's a lot of people that do that. And they don't have families or responsibilities. And they can do that kind of stuff. For me, just to be honest, that is a a dream of mine. That is a goal. uh, Is to be a performing artist in the theater. Specifically. And uh, you're like, but I thought you were a real estate agent. I thought that was your dream. I thought that was your goal. Well, it's a means to an end. For a lot of reasons. I love it. I, I love what I do. I love being able to uh, set my own schedule, help people to not be pushing something on them because everybody's going to buy a house or sell a house at some point. It's more just about who they're going to work with and who they feel comfortable with. And I like that aspect of it because I'm not selling a product. I'm not selling a service. I mean I'm, I'm just selling my my expertise or my my personality, which is a lot easier to bank on, uh, You know, especially when you have as much of it as I do. Ha, 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 ha. Just kidding, obviously. But for me, it was how can I get from point A to point Z? Um, but there's B, C, D, E, F, G. You know, there's all those letters in between. So it's like how can – if point Z is the fi- the end goal, right, what can I do to get from point A to point B? And what's the next logical step? Now, for me, I knew it would be important to be able to have more flexibility and more control over my schedule to begin to pursue some of these these performing arts uh, venues and things like that. So that was a part of my next career that I needed to have. And the thing I like about real estate is that I can always work in real estate. As long as I keep everything up to date, all my credentials, et cetera, I can always go back to that. And it's something that I can pick up and put back down. And, that, and that, that's intriguing. That's what, what attracted me to it was that it's something I could use to provide for my family while also pursuing the acting thing. So that was that that checked that box on the list and I uh you know there was a number of other things about you know using my creativity, my marketing uh skills and things like that. But as I got into it it started to become it's very dangerous that it starts to become the sole focus, right? Because you're like that's where you are right now and I never want people to set their sights on the next step as though that 's the end all be all because this is a journey there's progress that needs to happen, and I think oftentimes we get crippled by looking at the the final step in our journey as though the this the journey is so far from where I am right now to where I want to be that i can't move it's it's a it's a paralysis of analysis kind of a thing. Uh, for my wife and I, we, you know, I told the story, if you go back and listen to, I think it was number four podcast, number four, I encourage you to go back and listen to that one call it's called moving. Is the worst? And what's interesting is that I kind of recount the story of my life last year that led to me really changing the, it really changed the course of my life was this move that we had to do from the, the town that we loved and we lived in for a long time, um, uh, really identified with the town and the culture and that kind of thing, and now being kind of forced to move to a different location, something we weren't as familiar with and that kind of thing. So having to uproot in that way kind of started this whole change of the course of my life. I had already gotten into real estate, but I was not doing it the way I wanted to do it in the sense that I didn't have a full business plan, vision, mission, and everything. I was just kind of flying by the seat of my pants. So um, that event was the catalyst for me finding out, okay, like my roots, I was uprooted, you know? So how can I start to plan and move forward increment by increment, inch by inch with the the information that I have? Because there's a lot of unknowns, obviously, when we're moving forward in our journey. There's a lot of things that we don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to achieve my goal of becoming a, you know, a full-time uh, musical theater performer or whatever. I don't know if that is in the cards, but I know it's something that I'm very passionate about and I want to pursue while I'm still able to do. Um, so with that, being out on the table and being honest about that and admitting that to myself, it actually freed me up to be like, okay, well then if that's the goal, then I can do what I'm doing right now the best that I can and and do it with that being the ultimate Destination, if that makes sense. So, what I often encourage people to do is if you're so miserable in what you're doing and you hate it so much that you can't even see the light at the end of the tunnel, then you need a change of scenery. Sometimes a change of scenery is the best thing that can happen to you because it allows you to reboot your system, reboot your way of thinking, reboot your perspective. Now, that doesn't mean – like I said, that doesn't mean that the, the change in scenery is the goal, is the final destination. It may just be a lateral move. You know, If it's a company you hate or a job that you hate doing, I hate to say it. You may have to move to another company doing the same job just to get that bad taste out of your mouth. That's what I considered for a very long time was starting over – and then with that clear head – because every time you switch jobs, you get like that little honeymoon phase obviously when you you look and you say, oh, okay, here's the things – here's the ways that this job is better than my old job, whatever. But that wears off eventually. But if you're stuck in that feeling, that terrible uh, burden of you know anxiety and you hate getting up in the morning, all that stuff, then it's time to clear your head. Find something else that you can do. And then once you've done that, you have a clearer mind to actually – Make the decisions because the worst thing you can do is try to escape your current situation and put all your eggs in one basket and then have that next step not meet your expectations, not satisfy the longing that's in your heart. Because you didn't do the work ahead of time to figure out what is the real goal, what is the real destination, not just get me out of this situation because this is driving me crazy, but what's the end game? What do you see? Like, what is the big, hairy, audacious goal that you've set for yourself? It's not until we really admit it to ourselves. And I had to admit it to myself. I had to say, like, I want this. And this is what I think I've been put on this earth to do. Uh, You know, as far as using these skills while I still have them. Am I going to do it for the rest of my life? I don't know. Probably not. But I have these skills. I can sing. I can act pretty well. You know, how do I use these things? And real estate entered the picture as this is a great opportunity for me to use all of these skills in either marketing myself, you know, and and looking back on the things that I've done so far in my life, the radio show, all these things that have kind of been haphazard in my life or, or had been uh, false starts to a career, I should say. How real estate allowed me to really incorporate all of them with the end goal being flexibility, uh, provision, and. You know, more time with my family and the ability to dictate the direction of my life in some shape or form. Obviously, I don't have all the answers. All the cards aren't laid out before me, but it helped me. And what I would say to you, if you're listening, and hopefully this is encouraging. Hopefully, this isn't just like soul vomit or something where I'm just like on the couch, the therapist couch, or whatever. But I, you know, I said earlier that we find ourselves in in areas of discontent in life, and some discontent is healthy, so it's, it's something that we feel that, okay, maybe this is, God tell me, it's time to move on from this thing. Sometimes we're just miserable, and we can't find the joy in anything, and I found myself in that position. I couldn't find the joy in anything, even the stuff that I liked, It was so, I was so depressed and so ruined by my failure to admit what was wrong. I think that's really what it came down to, is that I was telling myself, I should be happy, I should be okay with this. Why do I need this fulfillment? Why do I need this desire to be met by my job? Why do I need to feel that? There's a lot of people that are perfectly fine going to a nine to five and coming home and living their life that way. For me, I have the personality where I felt like I need to do something that I'm passionate about or else I can't, I'm not motivated enough to do it. And that might be a character flaw. I can't even say for sure, but I know that that's who I am and I'm not going to apologize for that. So for me, I had to find the next steps and prepare and do the work for you know real estate. Okay, let's figure it out. If I'm going to do this, let me weigh out all the options. Okay, I have this plan. I have this money saved I can use. Uh, you know, I'm going to find ways to go to school and, and put in the hours that I need to take my license exam to make a plan here. And I did it, but. I wasn't done. That was only the beginning. And, and early on in my real estate career, and I think probably the first nine months, because you're you're trying to get yourself off the ground and establish yourself, I forgot that the end game was not real estate. The end game was pursuing my dreams and the things that I had been created to do. I hadn't been created to be a real estate agent. I had been created with the, the ability to perform, to sing, to do these things, to, to bring joy and entertainment in other people's lives to meet needs with any, you know, ability that I can, you know, I don't want to live a a wealthy life. I want to be generous and give to others. So it was very important for me to lay all these things out on the table, but I got sidetracked and I lost that vision. So the, you know, at the, when I had this move that really uprooted me, it, it taught me a lot of lessons about never putting down your roots too deep because you never know when it's time to, take the next step. And my wife and I feel that way right now with this particular uh, a specific situation in our life is okay, this has been what we've been doing. This is where we thought we were going to be. But maybe this isn't the long-term solution. Maybe this was just a season. And how do we, you know, we don't have a clear vision of what's next, but we know that this isn't the long-term you know, uh You know, even where we're living now, we know we're not going to be living here forever. It's a temporary thing. But how can we prepare ourselves as people to be ready when the next opportunity presents itself? And that's kind of what, you know, is, is, I guess, the topic of, you know, I know I'm kind of rambling. But the idea of you don't want to become sedentary. You don't want to gather moss. You want to be committed where you are but i have a healthy discontent so that when the time comes and an opportunity presents itself to make the next step to your ultimate goal which you'll only know if you are honest with yourself and write it out and and admit what you want to do what you want to accomplish no matter how ridiculous you won't be able to take that next step if you're gathering moss so you know i said to my friend i was talking to him about this particular situation and i was like i you know we don't the time isn't now to move on from this but and the and the writing's not even on the wall but god is sharpening his pencil or he's dipping his quill in the inkwell like at the t- it's it's coming and we can sense that but while we're still in this situation we're going to commit to it but we know that this is not the end this isn't where we're going to uh stake our claim and you know grow old there's there's more yet to come and it's having that you know that future perspective and allowing it to dictate how you approach the present with a healthy frame of mind with the right attitude with the right perspective rather than allowing it to cripple you and say i'm just this is it this is where we are and not being open to maybe some new opportunities that god may bring your way for me that's what i needed to do and um it was when i admitted to myself that even the next step in the journey was not going to be the final destination it was it gave me the right perspective and i encourage those of you out there that feel like you're stuck that you're afraid to do something daring that not not to put all your hope And all your anxiety and all your trust in the next thing. Because the next thing may just be the next logical step on the journey. It may be the first of a few steps on the journey. But what's important is that we are moving forward and not standing still. Because in this world, in this life, there's things that come and sway us and move us. And things get thrown at us from every angle. And if you're standing still, no doubt you'll be more susceptible to be knocked backwards. And that's why I don't want anybody to feel that way. So I encourage you if you're in a position right now and you don't know what to do next, pray, write out your thoughts, whatever you do, but and say <laughs> find out that it's okay to admit to yourself that what you're doing right now is not satisfying you and you are discontent because until you actually admit it, you'll be trying to cover it up and, and making people Think you're something that you're not. In other words, you won't be a real person. You won't be authentic. You won't be honest. Because you're not. Even, if you can't be honest with yourself about your current situation, how can you be honest and transparent with others? Which is really what I want for my life. And there are things in my life now that I need to be honest about. And and for me, I'm honest even with my clients. You know, I I share with them my pursuits of acting and that kind of thing because it's like, what am, why do I have to hide it? You know, someone once told me like, oh, you need to be careful. Don't let them see all the things that you do because they'll think that you don't take real estate seriously. Um, see, I would say, wow, this person does all these things. They're so committed to all these things. Imagine how committed they are to real estate. If that's the thing that is funding the things that they love, that's how I see it. I love doing what I do because I know that doing real estate well is what's going to get me to where I ultimately want to be. So hopefully you'll feel like you are prepared for the journey because it might just be one step at a time and that's okay. So just don't be afraid to take that next step, but do the work now start to invest whether it's your, your time, turn off the TV, start reading like we talked about in the last episode, start helping others, start doing the things cultivating that fallow ground, breaking it up so that when the time comes to uproot, you're ready and you've done the legwork and you're prepared because the time is going to come and you don't want to be gathering moss. You want to be ready to move and be planted in healthier soil when the time is right. So thanks a lot for listening. I encourage you, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. If you listen to the podcast, um, you don't know me personally. You just listen. I especially want to hear from you because I am just flabbergasted by the fact that people are downloading this podcast, people are listening, people are coming back again and again, and I would love to get to know you. I appreciate those of you that have reached out up to this point. You have no idea how important and, and meaningful that is to me. But you can email me, Jeff, G-E-O-F-F, at realpersonrealneeds.com, Jeff at com. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Leave a, leave us a review. Like us on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com/slash Desiato Homes. You can find uh, the website by just going to realpersonrealneeds.com. That you can find everything by doing that. So I encourage you to do that. Thanks a lot for listening today. We'll see you next time. Godspeed.